Welcome back to The Collective. This is episode five. I'm Doug Branch, your host, joined by three of the four core collective members. Mallory Collins, LMT. Melissa Hedelikaitis, also LMT, which for those of you who don't know, that's licensed massage therapist. Dr. Adrian Jones is here. And then our special guest today is Richard Fix. And as I mentioned in the uh, previous um, podcast, we're going to just nickname you Richard the Fixer. I think that's appropriate. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Richard is here uh, to talk about the Avazia tool that uh, Melissa mentioned in the previous uh, podcast that we had dealing with inflammation. And Melissa, I know you've had many years of interaction with that tool. Tell the listener what the tool does, and then we're going to let you guys kind of not attack, but just ask Richard questions that he can take us through because we, you can't know everything it does. Mm-hmm. He can take us through what types of things and what type of results he's seen providers out there have in success with this tool. Thanks, Doug. Um, the Avazia tool came to me about six years ago with Richard Fix. Um, he actually introduced me to this um, this tool, which would be, if I was to describe it, it is a TENS unit. Um, and for those that have ever had a TENS unit put on them, they pretty much have come in the form of pads with um, wires that attach to the body and create a stimulation on top of the superficial part of the epidermis or the skin that can also go deeper into the muscle and connective tissue. Well, this tool is by far better than most. Um, Not only does it affect and change the actual connective tissue and and the body, but it goes to a layer of tissue known as the C-fibers, which really start to affect the healing. And where we were talking in the last podcast was Jordan mentioning we're adding a shock to the body at that point to create for the brain a message that says this is what we need to work on. The beautiful part of the tool is that it actually does measure inflammation. So there's a part of the tool that you can look at and take um, whether or not it's through pads or through what we call like a Y unit that looks like a V that could be very specific into the vagus nerve or into specific areas of the body it can get to to really you know, use the microcurrent into that area. And when we affect those layers, we affect change in the body. For me, it's worked on so many levels with helping people with injuries, particular rotator cuff, migraines, um, vertigo, and um, currently any viruses that are actually around us that it can really help to um, allow somebody to get better faster. Um, That's just the simple part. It is so... It it has its own podcast right now because it is one of my favorite things. Um, you can purchase one as well, um, and these are things that you can use at home to help with inflammation. Um, but I'm going to pass it over to my dear friend and uh, and thank you because it's changed my life and along with other people and clients. So, thank you, Melissa. It's a pleasure to be here, and I love talking about this. And people ask me because I do. Uh, Basically, I have Bonrich Academy, which teaches this technology to people around the world. It may be not that large, but I've got people in other continents. At any rate, what we do is we help people learn how to use this device so they can have a better quality of life. They can get through issues or problems. Uh, Oftentimes, when traditional medicine is hit a brick wall. But like you said, one of the main things that we're going to do is we're going to reduce inflammation. And there's multiple pathways for that to occur. When we're, when we're looking at the body, 
uh, as Dr. Adrian said, we're really looking for the cause, for the underlying purpose. Oftentimes we do, I have an expression when I, uh, I'm, I've done a lot of work with pa patients who have cancer and other issues, uh, other degenerative diseases, which is why I do so much of this. And uh, I'm often asked, well, how does this treat such or how are you going to use this to treat cancer? How are you going to treat this? And I basically say, uh, we're not. We're going to use this to treat the body. The body has the ability to treat itself. And so all we're doing with this technology, which is far beyond the traditional TENS unit, it's only cleared under the TENS category because it touches skin. Mm. Uh, after that, it's really unique. Mm -hmm. And it is a, it's a microcurrent technology, but even within the microcurrent uh, devices in, in the world, uh, I find that this one is very effective and it's been able to help with things that uh, other ones haven't, which is why I use this one. And uh, so basically, if we're dealing with, with a, uh, an issue, we want to get to the underlying reason, but usually there's a symptom that's pretty major. And I'll explain it like this. I'll say, well, okay, so if we want to remodel the living room, but we find out we have a fire in the kitchen, we better put that fire out in the kitchen, and then let's get to the living room. Mm. And, mm -hmm. and that helps put things in perspective. When I sit down with a patient who's just been diagnosed, uh, they've got stage three, stage four, something or other, or um, they've got severe neuropathy, their blood flow is really diminished and their nerves are shot. Um, we, ha we, have to, we have to get rid of the fear. Medicine mm. is n maybe not all that good sometimes with fear and, and, uh, and, and how people look at things. So we actually are able to use this device in multiple ways to help reduce the stress that is from the fear. And I, I can't imagine anything worse than sitting in an oncologist's office and hear finding out you've just been diagnosed with something that's terminal. Mm -hmm. Now, Norman Cousins, you may be, maybe you're familiar with that name or not, in 1964 was diagnosed with a, uh, uh, to be terminal, he had about three months to go, a few months is the technical area. And he was considered terminal. And he said, and he was a smart guy. He was pretty well known. He goes out and he starts getting uh, Marx Brothers movies. He gets Three Stooges movies and other things. And he just laughs his gut out, almost literally. And by the way, he did vitamin C IVs, uh, which was in 1964 uh, almost avant garde, if you will. Mm. And he is known as the guy who laughed himself to wellness. He died in 1990, a healthy person. So that's a lot of time for being having a few months to live to live to 1990. Well, why doesn't just watching Marx Brothers movies and Stooges work for everybody? Because we're all different and we all have different emotional components. So w what can we do instead? So we use the machine to teach people how to de-stress multiple ways. And certainly one of the ways is to, I understand you've been talking about the vagus nerve, so one of the ways is we use this to, to stimulate the vagus nerve in different ways to immediately reduce inflammation systemically, which means from head to toe. And it can happen in a matter of uh, literally seconds. When we, when we do that, the person has a wave of peace come over them. They just feel relaxed. Um, there's different approaches that we use for what we call VNS, which is vagus nerve stimulation. Mm. And uh, sometimes we have, a, have a, there's a soft technique that we use that can actually just put them to sleep on the table. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
And then we have a, a hard or a strong technique that um, Mr. Doug here is familiar with. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I knew that one. If, nice. if, if you could see me, which you can't, my, my neck was trembling to the right. Yeah. I had the Avazia tool put on, and it caused the muscle to contract. And, yeah, yeah it, was, it was pulling me. That's it cool. does, and, and, and what happens with that is it's, a, it's an excellent way to access the vagus nerve. At the same time, we'll help reset the atlas, which is your head on the top of your uh, neck vertebrae, which again ties back into Dr. Adrian's work which to make sure everything's aligned. Mm. And that, uh, that also reduces inflammation. And yeah. at the same time, we actually can help balance the shoulders, and there's even indications that you can actually balance the hips, meaning level them off, because oftentimes... You have the what they call the axis of the spinal column. Um, you have uh, subluxation where things are a little bit twisted, rotated, shifted, whatever, for various reasons. And those obviously, you know, if you say this, uh, the, your, your, if your hips aren't level, yeah, something's giving. Something's working harder than it should, which causes mm -hmm. problems on the other side. Exactly. So it's, it's just being in balance. It's, tr it's called transegrity. Uh, the hips are a big th word for me. I know. It's called uh, <laughs> hips are three dimensional. They can tilt forward, backward, backward. And, and shift and rotate. Mm-hmm. And all that factor matters. And uh, I've heard you mention before, uh, everyone here, Melissa and, and Dr. Adrian, mm -hmm. when you watch somebody come in a door of the clinic, you are already making an assessment. You're watching their movement, their mm -hmm. strut, how they're walking, their posture. All that is data. And so with this device, what we do is when it comes to the stresses, we're able to affect them by changing the brain chemistry. Now, that may be a little abstract. But I'll, I'll let me address it this way. I'll use, I've, I've treated soldiers with PTSD and others. So what happens is the vagus nerve stimulation is a part of that. What we have to do is reduce the stimulation, the effect of the whatever that stimulation is that is the trigger. For, for a soldier, it could be a loud bang or who knows, or seeing a, a guy in fatigues or can whatever. I, whatever can I interject real yes, quick, man. Richard? Yeah. Um, I think for our audience, one thing that might be helpful is just explaining what makes the vagus nerve different. Why, what, what, what is the vagus nerve? Fair enough. That's a good question. Let's start there. Okay. The vagus nerve is a nerve that is considered a cranial nerve. It comes out behind the ears. through Number the 10. Uh, yeah, and it comes out behind the, uh, the what they call the, by the mastoid area. Mm -hmm. okay. And it travels down the neck. It's just a little bit below and uh, to the rear or uh, posterior of the uh, carotid artery, but it's just directly underneath the SCM, which is the sternocleidomastoid muscle. Your S jaw, right by your jaw. Well, yes, yeah, so it goes up from behind the ear and it travels down to the clavicle. Is it on both sides? <laughs> yes, you have a okay. left and a right, very yep. good. Yep. And each branch of the vagus nerve goes everywhere in your, basically in your torso. Mm -hmm. It goes down to the to the colon, gut. it goes Everywhere. down as far as the gut. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. So basically it's massive. It's massive. It's, it's called the wandering it's nerve. It's like it's the main. And what's fascinating about it is a lot of times nerves have a, are a one-way street. Mm -hmm. The vagus nerve is a two-way street. Awesome. And what makes that even more special is that 20% of the time the brain is getting feedback from, um, I'm sorry, but 20% of the time the brain is actually sending information to a particular organ or a region mm -hmm. for some reason. 80% of the time, it's in receive mode. It's taking data in oh. from uh, body parts, your, your right. kidneys, so your liver, your, your colon, your intestines, and so forth. 
and then it's able to make assessments. So when we stimulate the vagus nerve, it does have a one-way function when we stimulate it. It takes you from being scared, fight or flight, froze, that, that whole series, what this people call sympathetic tone, and it shifts it into more parasympathetic, which is eat, sleep, digest, and assimilate, which means that if you can reduce the stress, you're going to improve assimilation, you're going to improve your digestion, you're going to improve your sleep. If you're improving your sleep, there's a whole cascading effect of things that are, are dramatically improved. It's a, it affects everything. So the, so the right vagus nerve, the what, what it makes it a big difference is it we can reduce that accelerated pulse rate and blood pressure pretty quickly when we stimulate it. And so I tend to treat the right vagus nerve first because that affects the upper chambers of the heart, which is a very mild impact. And, um, and for most people, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you affect the upper chambers or the lower chambers. Mm -hmm. But um, I found that over the years that there it depends on the circumstances of the individual, and that's an assessment you make on the spot. Mm -hmm. so, so, so real quick, so, so for a lay person who's sitting here, I think of as you're talking about the vagus nerve and that going the highway going both ways, 80% one way, 20% the other. Is someone who's diabetic that's not getting that nerve pathway coming from their feet, that they have the numb feet, they can't feel anything, if they step on something they don't know it, is that part of trying to heal that vagus nerve then, or what is the... Well, the, yes, the, and that, the that would be actually the sciatic nerve, but what happens is when we use the device, we often are able to use it in such a way that we can not only ramp up blood flow through the release of nitric oxide, which is going to uh, expand the what they call the arterioles, which are small arteries, and the capillaries. Uh, it's also going to improve lymphatic drainage because we're able to... Con to uh, encourage what you might call micro contractions. We can contract muscles big time, just like you were talking about earlier with your neck or other parts of the body, but oftentimes we're just looking for little micro contractions to help push the lymph up and help that lymph get cleansed by the lymph nodes and so on and keep on uh, and its travels back to the heart. Well, and I want to I want to just kind of go back to in an earlier segment uh that I was talking about how does inflammation create uh, from like stress from traumatic experiences how does that create inflammation and I think you kind of jumped into it just a little bit about like uh, PTSD that you've you've worked with some PTSD uh, clients and they've gotten some benefit from vagus nerve stimulation and why is that well Without getting too deep into that, when we trigger the vagus nerve, it immediately slows everything down. Now, what's fascinating about the vagus nerve is you can't hurt anybody doing this. Uh, the worst case is they might be uncomfortable for 15 minutes, but normally that's not even an issue. That's only in severe cases of stress. Uh, but basically, it slows everything down. It takes the stress away. Um, it's like a computer switch. Me. It's like a reset. A, there yeah. we go. It's, it's an a on, reset. It's an on-off button. It's an right? on-off button. And, and, and what it's doing, and it may not be from a complete polar one end to the mm -hmm. other, from um, sympathetic to, to parasympathetic, um, but it is definitely shifts you into a relaxed state of being. And again, oftentimes people feel refreshed. They feel calm. They mm -hmm. feel relaxed. Uh, the cares of the world are, are less critical. 
there and again and that makes it easier for them to uh, digest food and and going back to the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system the sympathetic deals more with the fight or flight right. and the parasympathetic deals more with the rest response more of the the calming down so yeah so when you're in a paras- so when you're in sympathetic tone you've got all that cortisol you're dumping mm-hmm. right which means that your hormones are going to be uh, affected in, in inappropriately mm-hmm. because you're not able to have that pathway opened up because it's basically shut off for the stress response. Mm-hmm. Because stress response, the way I the way I explain it and the others do, is you're running from the bear. If you're running from the bear, um, going to sleep isn't exactly top of uh, mind no. right there. No. It's, it's being able to run faster than the person who's with you. That's <laughs> exactly right, yes. That's how I always look at it. That's why you always bring I don't bring have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun <laughs> Melissa. That's, right. that's, why, that's why you always bring a buddy when you're going somewhere. Correct. <laughs> and you just make sure who they are. That or two friends, both one named Smith, the other one named Wesson. Smith and Wesson, yes, yes. yes. Um, uh, that is pretty good, too, but you better be a good shot. Yes. <laughs> At, at any rate, I don't know. Where were we? So, <laughs> yeah. so basically, let me, let me reset real quick. Yep, uh, the voice you just heard is uh, Richard Fix. He is uh, an authority on the Avazia TENS unit. Uh, of course, joined by the rest of the collective, Melissa Hedelikaitis, Mallory Collins, Dr. Adrian Jones, and Jordan Park. And uh, Dr. Jones, you wanted to continue? I just wanted yeah, to reset there. Yeah, so quick. basically, just to recap that, you know, the Avazia tool is putting the body into a parasympathetic state. It's trying to to establish that goal. And if you have post-traumatic stress, uh, traumatic experience, uh, that can be a benefit for those to to do that, obviously, right? Because those people are overly Mm -hmm. sympathetic, as Richard was explaining. And... uh, It's difficult to regenerate or heal if you're in stress. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. Because, again, cause for the very reasons that the stress causes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what we're trying to accomplish. And uh, I think that's really number my number one goal is to try to treat the nervous system and get that under control before we start employing other more costly. Well, that's what Norman Cousins was doing, was he was laughing his gut out literally by squeezing the diaphragm, laughing so hard, which is which was then stimulating the vagus nerve. Most of us can't do that, or we don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. Right. In his case, he didn't. He gave. You know, he didn't care because he was watching. He just wanted to laugh himself. To it would turn out to be to wellness. Most of us don't have the time. Right. We're trying to live our lives, and we're not terminal. And you don't have to, to truly stimulate the vagus nerve just by with an electronic tool. Vagus nerve Multiple stimulation can come it. with yeah. breathing. Um, even applying hot or cold to the vagus nerve can help to bring balance to it. Doing things like chiropractic adjustments can also help with that. Obviously, massage helps with it. Yep. Um, but the tool has significantly it brings to the core of being allowed for a patient to get a response very quickly, right? And, so and we there talked we're about just talking about one isolated one nerve isolate, yeah. with, one, with one thing where we want to shift the, 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 the sympathetic to parasympathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, there is so much more, just like Doug brought up about the, the uh, peripheral neuropathy issues. We, we need to increase blood flow. We need to make the red blood cells more vital, have more... Um, elasticity if you will so they can squeeze through the capillaries Mm -hmm. and have the lymph move have the muscles so when we have somebody who has uh, let's say a degenerative disease uh, that might be a neurological issue Mm -hmm. could be ms gbs and so forth Mm -hmm. 
we have two purpose. There's two things we want to do with the device. We want to get the person's core strength back. At the same time, we want to improve their balance with along with the core strength. But we're looking to regenerate or revitalize the nerve damage right. that's been done and restore that. And the nerve regeneration or nerve rebalancing is really one of the hardest things for the body to do. Mm -hmm. And it takes a huge amount of energy and doesn't usually happen on its own unless it's got a lot of help. So that's where the device comes in. And, and Doug had asked about the, the transverse myelitis case a couple mm -hmm. of years ago. And uh, where we actually... I was just about to mention where that. You, well, you, yeah, I was reading your mind. <laughs> The machine does wow. that. Wow. It can you do that too. I mean, it's pretty Dr. Amazing. Jones looks into my eyes. Yes. And they never need to leave again. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I received a call one night, and the short answer was uh, it was a, a very rare disease. Uh, it's a poliomyelitis is a, is a form of myelitis. This is a, she was diagnosed. She was a 49-year-old female, healthy, excellent diet, mother, wife, et cetera. From a Tuesday feeling tingling in her feet to Wednesday, she was on the floor paralyzed. Uh, the virus attacked C7 to T6, according to the hospital and their diagnosis. And um, basically, she was paralyzed from C7 down, which meant that she could had use of her arms and head. But the pain level there was 8 to 10. So it was pretty serious severe. So I got a call a few days later uh, if I could go down to Austin and help out or see what we could do, because nobody knew. I mean, this is a very rare disease. But we know it's neurological, and we knew it was nerve damage. And they know, and people that called me knew that we used this machine to help with nerve damage. And basically, the short answer is, uh, within, within 10 minutes, she was able to begin to wiggle her toes on command. The motor neurons were already responding. Within an hour, she could move the end of her foot. Uh, day eight, she was able to stand up with the help of the PT for the first time uh, on her feet. Uh, by day 14, she was actually walking up and down the hallways at the hospital. And by day 29, under her own power, able to walk and climb stairs, she left the hospital. And that's not necessarily typical of every patient that comes in. This no. is on no. an individual and basis. And I will that say, that too, happen. that like we have discussed that a lot of the reason why the tool was developed was to help people with strokes that were, ab were not able to move after someone has a stroke. You lose the ability to move something in your body sometimes. And this device can pretty much... Almost repattern, you know, where the pathway. The, the pathway to allow that person to start moving again. Um, and get, again, it gets pretty deep into why this worked, and it gets pretty deep into why it works better if it's recent as opposed to right. uh, old right. or long term. But basically, it, it helps regenerate the energy with inside the nerve cell quickly. Uh, so, what they call the ion pathways can function and it can have an action potential. And then it begins to help the cell recode itself with the myelin sheath, which is the, the fat cells and all that, that code it so that it's insulated again. So is, is this, Richard, something that can also be used on someone who's had a spinal cord injury? That if, if it, or is that a more permanent can't? So far, no one's been able to affect um, the spinal cord problem. Okay. If it's severed, it's severed at this point. Um, but when I was a kid, they told us that if you lost a brain cell, it was gone forever. So... Down the road, who knows? Anything's fair game. I mean, I've seen some. I was at a convention here uh, for paralyzed veterans uh, a couple, about a month ago or so, and saw some amazing, uh, it was like uh, Iron Man stuff. Uh, mechanical things, battery operated. It would actually help people walk who couldn't walk, and it was all 
uh, metal rods and stuff on the outside, external skeleton. So give us some of the examples that you've seen in your time uh, working with this that, that are maybe not things we think about. I mean, I, I know a lot of people my age. I'm, well, I'm 57, and I know the ED problem is something that, that and we, we laugh about it a little bit, but we go no, into those places It's a here. serious problem. And so there, I've got basically about three or four steps of the, uh, that gradually increase uh, what is required to get done. But the first step is absolutely simple. People can do it at home. Uh, well, males can do it at home. Um, and if that's effective, you're done. You've, got a, you've, er, you've eliminated the, the inflammation where the problem is. You've strengthened the muscle where the problem is. And you're good to go. And I, 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 some of you know already, I did have a, a wife who was about 70 years old ask me once uh, if, if there was a way to use this to help with ED. I told her what she could tell her husband to do. He did it, and I got a thank you letter from the wife a couple weeks later. And ED is referred to erectile dysfunction, Correct. just so people know what yeah. that term is, Sorry. Yeah. which does affect a large community of people. And at the same time, there's a number of drynesses. People can have a dry eye, they can have low mm -hmm. saliva output, and they can have vaginal dryness. Mm -hmm. This technology helps all body fluids improve if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. Well, can I jump in and kind of get a little technical? Mm -hmm. Ah, so you've got uh, my technical sheet there. Yeah, I got your technical sheet. I like this. Um, so what I'm looking at is some kind of some concepts of about the machine. And one thing that interests me is that uh, how it affects collagen and the messenger system and how that is definitely um, – a part of the acupuncture and how acupuncture works. And Richard, I'd like, I'd like to listen to you give us your version of that. How, I'd like how, to listen to do that, too. That sounds yeah. like a pretty good one. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, yeah, so first off with collagen, healthy collagen is a what they call a triple helix. It's like a three-stranded rope. And healthy collagen is not only a three-stranded rope, it's also coated thoroughly with water molecules. And those water molecules actually conduct the electrical signal wherever the body needs it to go or wherever <laughs> it can go. And those, and, and therefore meridians, or what they are actually called as channels, are, uh, this are part of this collagen matrix, and they are made up of collagen, and that's why the uh, acupuncture works so well. It just simply takes the energy of the needle. Well, we can use the device instead of a needle. I've got a, a good friend of mine uh, in the local area, He's sort of retired, but they just can't let him retire. You know what happens? He's an acupuncturist. He doesn't use this the way I use it. He uses it for, for acupuncture. Sure. He's an acupuncturist. Yeah. And he hasn't used needles in over a dozen years. This works better, gets more results quicker, lasts longer, et cetera. And, and so anyway, w what it also does is though it revitalizes this collagen. And so if you have scar tissue, um, think of um, collagen as, like in a muscle or tendon tissue, for example, as being uh, spaghetti in a box before you cook it. It's all linear. Basically, that's the structure. Obviously, it's limber, but think of it like that. Scar tissue is spaghetti in a colander after you've cooked it. It's all jumbled up, and it's lost its water. So what the device actually does is it gives the body energy. Again, it's not doing the work. The body's doing the work. The body, the energy to retake that collagen uh, the spaghetti out of the bo out of the bowl and put it back in the box and put the water back on it the way it belongs. Not perfectly, but but uh, close enough. But close enough, 
and you, you restore function, you restore the pathway. If there's an electrical pathway, well, there's always electrical pathways involved, mm -hmm. but it helps restore that. Now, this becomes really evident and self-evident, if I might say, when a certain segment of our species, particularly those with excess chromosomes, the double Xers, uh, happen to use this, uh, let's say, on facial features, forehead, cheeks, chin, because it helps to restore any atrophying muscles or collagen in their face as well as it improve the blood flow so that the muscle tone is better on let's say your cheek and your jaws and your and your uh, and what happens is you actually reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles now personally it's not a big deal to me but apparently half the population cares about that and that's a side effect if you will of using the technology is you end up with better skin and better tissue underlying skin. And so when you've restored this, now you've restored function. And your electrical signals can go all different ways. The, the, uh, this is a pathway and a system that is not the nervous system. It's, it's actually faster than the nerves, right? Much faster. It, because you're doing electrical signal conducting right through the hydrogen atom of the water molecule that's coating the collagen. So in the spinal cord, if you that the brain sends a signal down the spinal cord. It takes about, it's about 200 miles an hour in the spinal cord. By the time it gets to your hand, and it's what, what Melissa mentioned, the C fibers, you can walk faster than a, than a C fiber transfers electrical impulses. My, and it's hard to believe that. Collagen, uh, we don't know how fast it goes. It could be 1,000 miles an hour. It could be 10,000 miles an hour. It's just the speed is, for our sake, it's for our purpose, it's pretty much instant. So think of that as like the acupuncture mer like con conduits, mirror channels, yeah. I think you, what yeah. you refer yeah. to it. So when you put that needle or how or electrical stimulation in, you're actually sending messages through the body very quickly, faster than the nervous system can. Oh, mm -hmm. by far, yes. So that, and I, you know, when I went through your, your literature there, that kind of reminded me of that and how that works, I thought that was uh, it's quite astounding. brilliant. And it was not that, yes. and I didn't discover that, by the way. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. In all, in all, what do they call it? Uh, if, if you did, your fee would be much higher today. But the, but yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the machine it, and how it works nothing. is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, uh, uh, so people ask me, what do I use this for? And if I can just give you a, a general synopsis, um, I've told people I've used it for everything from plantar fasciitis to Parkinson's. Now, it doesn't mean that they're cured of Parkinson's or it doesn't mean that they're cured of Alzheimer's and all that. But there's a lot of neurological effects that we can help the brain with. So when we, d when we work on somebody with PTSD, what we're actually doing is we're actually accessing the amygdala in the limbic brain, which is deep inside. But and that's, the, uh, that's where you get the fear response when that kicks in. So we're actually, you can actually, uh, I won't do it because I'm not, I'm not a researcher and all that, but in, ri in research you'll see that the amygdala shrinks when the, uh, when the, uh, when the PTSD is reduced. And other things. So if I'm dealing with, uh, I had a case uh, that I was informed of, but uh, I don't know if you know Dr. Traver or not. He's mm. down in the Houston area. Um, he came on board with us a while back, uh, 2013 or so, got started. Very, very good. Uh, he uh, he told me about, uh, he had a patient come in who had a uh, autistic child, about 12 or something, I think it was. And so he did the vagus nerve stimulation on the, on the, on the boy, 
and then he did what we call a neurostimulation, which is where we use an attachment to the device so we can comb through the scalp, because in the scalp are many uh, acupuncture meridian points that we can use, and we find that that is, and he was actually, uh, even after the first session, th the parents could tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Now, that comb is amazing. Oh, it's and not uh, only for that, but for hair growth too. It's been. I, I had a lady who has was in for uh, alternative care cancer therapy at a particular clinic in the area, to a medical clinic, and she had gotten a, a device, uh, and I happened to go into that while she was there. She was in for an IV or, uh, a couple of weeks later, and she's she says, "Richard, Richard, look." And she's showing me her scalp. She's in there for cancer therapy, and she's excited because she's showing me her hair growth in her scalp. Mm -hmm. So um, I won't say it doesn't help. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <Sometimes>. No. <laughs> well, let me let me kind of back it up to like, well, what causes the the vagus nerve to c have trouble to begin with? So I mean, I think this could be almost like a podcast for each one of these problems, but. We uh, mentioned before sleep, right? Um, tra trauma, traumatic experiences like the PTSD that you talked about, because again, it's imbalancing the the parasympathetic sympathetic balance. Head injuries, um, poor breathing, right? Um, chronic infections. You guys have kind of asked me. Jordan asked me about that earlier. Blood sugar imbalances and toxic loads like chemicals heavy metals things like that in in your pesticides that are not supposed to be in your body so melissa what have you had any experiences about maybe people that have had uh head injuries or richard sure. uh tbis yeah mm. what what's your experience with this getting the the vagus nerve and uh i think would you mind telling the audience you know what uh, you know what this could do for them. What what vagus nerve stimulation can do for a head it's injury. It's, it's actually that's a common. It's, it's couple of couple of factors there. Uh, the vagus nerve is really good for helping the brain in multiple ways, just by relaxing it and taking the stress away. In my particular case, I will inevitably also do things for the brain itself with the technology. In addition to that, not just the brain. If it's a TBI or a concussion, TBI is traumatic brain injury. You've had some kind of a, a trauma case. We also use the device to help realign the neck and shoulders before we even have to worry about getting into the brain. So how does that work? How do you do that? Well, it's a, it's, uh, that one normally we do in clinic because there's a protocol for it. Um, there's also a way to measure the, the, the level of, uh, uh, what would you call it, an uh, objective way to measure, uh, that such as we, we may have talked about this off air, but... It's how the uh, the military was doing it many years ago. They would measure the ability, uh, the severity of a concussion, like let's say from a, a bomb going off in Afghanistan or something, mm. and then they would know what, how bad it was and wha what was going to happen to the soldier. Okay. Uh, in our case, what we're doing is we're using the same tool to measure the that, and then we use a device to restore balance, core function, brain. We can do. Uh, in clinic, we'll do uh, ear clips, for example, to go transcranially with a signal. Right, And yeah. uh, we, it, it's remarkable for brain fog. 
I do. There's another protocol that is basically a wellness protocol for almost anything you want to do, including the local viruses of the last couple of years, where you get exhaustion and brain fog uh, combined. Uh, it, it'll uh, migraines and vertigo, oh. or I mean, as far as yeah. talking about brain, I mean, it really does help a lot with vertigo. So, um, so y there's so many ways that you can use this because all we're doing is we're helping the body to improve function and and sustainability, quality mm -hmm. of life, if you will. And again, like uh, Mallory said earlier, the body does all the work. Yeah. All we're doing is providing energy to the body in a form it can use. It knows what to do once you get it. Yeah, there's a little bit of information. Uh, and when people start with me, I teach them how to do mm -hmm. things. I've got people that I've never even met other than by telephone who I send emails to for protocols, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. They have my phone number. I, you know, I, I help people walk through things. Uh, I've walked, I had a lady that, uh, who's a nurse practitioner. Uh, she had uh, endometriosis couldn't get pregnant um, the medical doctor was going to do one last deal and that was it and so they got this to they got the technology over the weekend I walked the, the husband who's a massage therapist I walked him through a GYN protocol and a spinal protocol took two hours over the phone to do that but you know with his background it was pretty easy to do and that was a Saturday at noon to two over the phone uh, Thursday she goes in for her final do or die we're not going to even the harvest eggs even if we can't get this covered uh, she goes in that they sit down after the uh, ultrasound and, and the doc says uh, well you're clean as a whistle we can proceed and um, she didn't obviously tell him what she did most people don't tell their doctor what they do when it works right mm -hmm. and uh, today she has two children the first one was conceived through the uh, re retrievement of eggs. The second one was retrieved what we might call the old-fashioned way, mm -hmm. was, was, was uh, conceived the mm -hmm. old-fashioned way. And well, she's still a nurse practitioner, too. I will say that even to this day, I still don't know everything. Well, you every protocol. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so appreciative of you consistently showing me protocols. But what's fantastic is that we are going to set up um, a class um, and a way for our listeners and even people in our community to be able to, um, you know, participate in this live uh, as well as be able to purchase something like this because it is life changing. And I'm I am definitely very grateful for having met you, Richard. So okay. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, and uh, I would say that for the most part, there's a ton of information on vagus nerve, but here we are really trying to approach it in a way of looking at it on the inflammatory response, but also going back to our parasympathetic and our sympathetic nervous system. We're still going to be talking a lot about that, as Jordan has said, in nauseam. But um, mm. yeah, so that's a lot with the vagus nerve. I know there's a lot of science facts, but um, we are here for questions too. So in addition to any of the podcasts that you do here, um, feel free to ask any questions and, you know, we can definitely get um, Dr. Jones and uh, Richard Fix and Jordan here to be able to answer those uh, as well. And real quick, Richard, uh, tell us again where people can contact you. Well, bonrichacademy.com, B-O-N-R-I-C-H academy.com. And you can info it or Richard at bonrichacademy.com. And of course, all of the other core four of the collective can be 
visited or seen at Lakeside Wellness in Flower Mound, Texas. Uh, that will wrap up then episode five of The Collective. Uh, Richard Fix, we thank you for stopping by. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank I you. have a sneaky suspicion we're going to have you on future episodes because I think you've got a lot of great information and you have just barely touched, barely as we did. like to say in the Titanic business, the tip the of tip, the iceberg. Yeah. Uh, that's next time when we come back. We will visit about Melissa. Do we know you? Uh, well, I think I Surprise. think I'd like to <laughs> Dr. do a little bit more on the Vegas. Absolutely. I, I kind of promised the listeners a couple of things yeah. that about testing, how I test for the vagus nerve, and uh, what other tips and tricks we can use besides the Avazi, which is very mm-hmm. powerful in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also some things that uh, viewers can do, so I'll kind of tease them with that. Well, you tease them with that. I'm going to challenge them with hit up Google, Vegas Nerve. Yeah. Learn a little bit more about it. And then next time in episode six of The Collective, we will get more into Vegas Nerve and how it affects health and wellness in the body. That's next on The Collective. Thanks for joining us today for Dr. Adrian Jones, for Melissa Hedelikaitis, for Mallory Collins, and the formulator Jordan Park. I'm Doug Branch. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon.